0: Grab your Bibles. We're going to get back to uh, John three. We're looking at the new birth. So if you would, we're, we're trying to look at something here. And so grab your Bibles. John three we will read John uh, we will reread um, some verses here. And I do hate so very much that we can't look at some things here uh, visually, but you're going to have your Bible. And uh, this is going to be the old fashioned, the old fashioned way. You'll just have to turn and keep turning and find it and keep turning. What I have to do is is make sure I don't rush ahead before you find it. But John chapter 3 says in verse 3, Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. So there's no question about it. You have to be born again if you're going to uh, see the kingdom of God. Anybody want to see the kingdom of God here this morning? So the, the question is not, do we have to be born again? Although I meet Christians all the time and say, oh, I don't know anything about being born again. You'd be surprised. There are whole bunches of people that think they're, when they're born, they're baptized as little babies, that they're, they're in the kingdom. But that's no, no babies in the kingdom because somebody baptized them. Children are innocent and they can't repent and be baptized. That's, that's for adults to do. And then Nicodemus said unto him, how can a man be born when he is old? So then the question comes, what is the new birth? What do you mean by I must be born again? Now listen to Nicodemus' question, he said, how can a man be born when he is old? <coughs> and that of course is exactly what we what we need to know. Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb? So of course he knew that he couldn't. He uh that i would consider that probably rhetorical you you don't mean i'm supposed to go back into my mother's well of course not Uh, jesus said i say unto thee except a man be born of water and the spirit and of the spirit i'm going to get the king james here except a man be born of water let's read that together except a man be born of water and of the spirit He cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Now, folks, this is so critical. Someone said, well, you can't be dogmatic. Nobody really cares. If you don't care about salvation and the new birth, then you are seriously in trouble. The most important thing you could ever think about is the new birth, how you're going to be born. We just had a, by the way, we had a, if you don't know, we had our uh, grandbaby. What day was that? It's such a blur. Was it Tuesday? No, Wednesday? Wednesday morning. It was 2 in the morning on Wednesday morning. And so i tell you what, we have literally been in, you know those trains in Europe that we've been on one all week long? I mean, we have just literally been flying through. And so we've had a, a great time. But, of course, that means we, had, we saw the birth. Uh, we were there. I wasn't in the room when, when he was born, but we, a little bit later they came out and said, come on in, come on in. And so we saw him just minutes after he was born. So we've seen the birth of a baby, and of course, the birth of a baby, unless there's uh, complications or something, is a beautiful thing, a wonderful thing. Of course, your own child or your own grandchildren—I mean, hey, folks—if you—if you don't know that people love their own grandchildren, you're on the wrong planet. This is the planet right here where people love their grandchildren. Even ding heads love their grandchildren. I mean. I mean, total n- nincompoops love their grandchildren. So it was a beautiful thing. And, and it w- to me, it was especially sweet to see uh, my, own, my own son uh, holding his own son. It was just, uh, you know, it was just special. And uh, to see the joy on their faces. And then, of course, it was a great amount of, uh, I mean, it was not, it was a very difficult time. In in the physical sense, especially (laughs) not on uh, me. Uh, I'm not talking about myself. Uh, uh, It's hard on the grandpa because he's uh, worried about it and all that. But that's next to nothing compared to what the mother went through. And uh, but you know, I I never heard a single word of. She never said that. I'm not suggesting she did. She was happy. She was thrilled, even though she uh, was very very. uh, weary and all that went, all that happened, but there was a there was joy and rejoicing because this life was brought into the world and and now that that baby is going to grow and and it's part of the family. So now we may live in a culture where family means very little to some, I, I suppose, <clears throat> but just as you are born in in the natural world Jesus is trying to use that analogy to say you must be born of the spirit of course it's actually more than analogy are you following me? I'm trying to build my voice up you know, I, Brother Fitch, I could actually use um, I know this is horrific to use it but like one of those bottles of water because I have so little voice I mean, I preached I mean, they almost had to rebuild the church when I got done. Okay, now, um, so, and, and so that was awesome as well. So when I mean he's using it as an analogy, he, he's using a real a truth, but he's paralleling it with an earthly reality, that just like you're born in the world, you're born into the kingdom of God. And so there are those who then don't want to uh, be baptized and they want to leave. Well, th- th- not just that. There are people that don't want to be born again. So they will say, well, I was born again because I joined the church. Well, I'm sorry. That is not being born again. You go to a church and you join it. I mean, you know, I mean, I'm, that's great. I mean, if that's what you choose to do. But don't think that because you joined the church. That you're getting into heaven. You've got to be ready to go to heaven. And you've got to be born into the kingdom. It's not something. Listen. It's not something you join. You don't join the kingdom. You're born into the kingdom. And Jesus is trying to help us with that analogy. Now. Because of the analogy of birth. There are those that say. Well I, I don't have to be baptized. I only have to be uh, born of the spirit. Alright. So in doing that. They're they're denying the truth and so when you show them that baptism is important they just say well i don't believe that we don't believe that in our church and whatever and you say well okay but listen it's what's important is that you're born again not that you're uh, you know don't be disloyal to your pastor love your pastor but you need to obey and I, i'm trying to help you here to see it but people will often in order to defend some uh f- religious view that has almost no parallel to the new birth whatsoever like people will tell me that they're born of the spirit and they're they're not born of the spirit well when were you born of the spirit well i don't have any idea i people say that all the time i go to church they'll say well i'll say well do you have the holy ghost and they'll say oh i never heard of that well i thought you were born again Uh, well not actually i don't i don't use that language they'll say could you I'm going to try this. If this weren't just absolutely essential, I wouldn't wouldn't do it. Okay. This is very precarious, but we're going to do it anyway. We're just going to do it. Sister French, I told him when I started preaching that I was so thrilled that I could preach with a cough drop in my mouth. But not to tell you that I'd preach that whole sermon. And did you know those cough drops did not have any center to them? They brought me up three cough drops and they were what they call soft uh, centers. After about a, two or three seconds, they just z- disappeared. The middle just was like uh, liquid. Hallelujah. <clears throat> so Nicodemus said, how can a man be born when he's old? Jesus said, Except a man be born of water and of the spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. Therefore, Jesus said, you must be born of the water. Everybody say water. All right? So some have tried to suggest you don't have to be baptized because they think that, well, that must mean be born of your mother. All right? And uh, so I want to talk about that in a moment. That's what we're trying to work towards Uh, because I I will admit that... uh, if someone were convinced of that, they might think, "Well, Jesus is talking about being born of your mother and then being born of the Spirit." So we need to come back to it, all right? So I say unto you, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, but let me say right here that it's very clear in the Greek that Jesus did not say, "I'm talking about two birth." And I'm going to show you exactly why. I've showed it to many people, and they'll say, "Well, I, I don't know, I don't know." And then I'll say, "Well, you don't even need the Scripture to know. You need to be baptized." It's just proof that Jesus agreed with it, that they got it from Jesus. You must be born of the water. I've showed it to, I mean, there are dozens of scriptures where it tells you, you must be baptized. In fact, I'm going to show you one or two here. He, he, if he is, unless except a man be born of the water, everybody say except. In other words, it's only one exception. Nobody's going into the kingdom except the ones that are born again. That's why it says there's an exception. Now, people are lost, but there's an exception. They can be born again. And if you're born again, you can enter the kingdom of God. I take that to be heaven, and so that's the way it is. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I say unto thee, you must be born again. The wind bloweth where it listeth, and thou hearest the sound thereof but canst not tell whence it cometh and whither it goeth. So is every one that is born of the spirit. Praise God. So how many have noticed that we've looked at uh, several aspects of salvation here? We've seen that it must be water and spirit. We've seen that you must be born of the spirit. Everybody say, praise the Lord. That is separately from the baptism. And, of course, the reason birth of spirit is so important is that anybody could step in water as a human being. And that's done in an earthly realm. If I baptize you or you baptize me, that's an earthly event that takes place. But the spirit baptism, that's entirely up to God. You could submit to baptism and be lost Because you are not repentant or you're not whatever. But if you receive the spirit, that's the work of the spirit. And so he explains the wind blows and so forth. We've been there. Now, let's go to the next slide. Well, uh, (laughs) let's keep going. All right, here we go. Now, uh, John 3, 5, everybody say born of the water, born of the water. So Jesus wasn't telling them that they had to be human or born of a woman. And it, it's very clear that he wasn't, but l- let's think about it for a moment that um, now had he said, I know some of you are not awake, but those that are actually awake, I want to th- want you to think with me. If Jesus had said, well, just like you were born of your mother. OK, now if you want to substitute born of water to mean you were born of your mother, we'll, we can talk about that, although. That's not valid. Have you ever known, no, don't, just, don't, don't answer, just just think, ever, ever, in your whole life, as long as you've lived, and I know all of you are very young, but you know what I'm saying. So have you ever, ever, ever had someone say, well, I, I was born of water. Yeah, I was born, when I was born of water. No, no, I'm telling you. Every time one of these theologians says to me, well, born of water, that must be the, new, the birth of their mother um i say why would jesus say that well that was and here's the answer of course i have a degree in greek so they would say well uh that that was a greek the greeks talked like that when i first heard this i thought oh the greeks talked like that what's wrong with them of course i had you know i i've studied greek for years i have years and years i have a master's degree in, in, in greek studies so um so i said but wait a minute wait wait what do you mean where where do you read this where who in the world ever talked like that which greek person ever and i said do you know any english no oh, i've never heard that in english being born of water doesn't mean that in english well then where do you find that in the greek world i've asked this of you know i, I don't know what's running around asking people but when the time is right i say well where do you find that where people are walking around saying i'm born of water Guess what? I've never found it. I'm beginning to think it, it has never been, ever, in, anybody. I mean, let's say one person did it 3,000 years ago. Maybe they did. I don't know. I'd wonder why. Maybe they, Maybe it just became an expression. If a culture, for example, begins to think of birth as the water of, from, and I, I, we're an adult class here. I'm trying to be careful. Uh, the water that the child is in when it's in the mother, and that's what they're talking about. Uh well, then they, that's how they would talk. You would say, I'm born of water. But very I never heard that. I don't know of any culture. I don't know of any people anywhere that go around saying, I'm born of water. I, folks, I'm trying to be honest with you. If you're trying to get out of baptism because you think that means your mother gave you birth, then I need to help you with that because that's not what Jesus meant. And any per- person reading it in Greek knows it didn't mean that. I pointed it out some time ago to a Greek a, a friend of mine that's into the Greek studies. He's probably, uh, well, not as much Greek studies as I've had, but he had several years of it. And I said, look at it. Look at it. Just look at it. It doesn't mean that. The Greek tells you right there. And he goes, oh, oh, yeah, I never noticed that. I said, well, you need to notice that. I mean, that why would he say that if he meant that was his mother, born of water as his mother? If he meant that, would he say that in Greek? No, he wouldn't have said that. He said, well, there must be another reason. And you know what he said the reason was? I've heard this many times, but he said that that Jesus must have made a mistake. He must have mistakenly used that Greek construction, thinking it didn't matter. In other words, he broke the rule like someone would say ain't. Is anybody awake? Are you following me? Okay. Okay. So he just used a, he broke the rule. But I said he didn't break the rule once. He would have broken the rule twice. And they said, what are you talking about? I said, well, look here. What's the rule for governing the preposition? Look what he did. He used the construction, meaning there's just one. Water and spirit is one thing. One thing. And they said, well, Jesus must have just broken the rule. In other words, it didn't matter what Jesus said. It doesn't matter that nobody talks that way. All that mattered was they weren't going to allow that the Bible is correct when it says, he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. They're not going to believe it. He wasn't going to believe it. I said, well, but here's the thing. You've heard it, and now you're never going to get away from it. You're always going to think. And he said, I don't. I will never believe baptism matters. In fact, I, he told me he doesn't even baptize people. He doesn't. They quit baptizing years ago. They don't even have a baptistry in the church. I said, well, that may be what you do, but I want to tell you what I do. I baptize them two or three times, and when I get them down, I hold them as long as I, No, I didn't say that. All right, so Jesus wasn't telling them to be human. Now listen to me. Now I'm going another direction. I've been talking about the problem of someone, I'm going to come back to it, that someone would think that being born of water means that you're born a human being, all right? And so I'm telling you, Jesus was not telling you to be born a human being. Now there's several reasons for that, and number one is, uh, we're going to go further than this, but I want to be sure you understand that why would you tell someone You've got to be born a human being when you have no control over it. If you're born, anybody, well, don't don't. I'm just being rhetorical. Is there <laughs> nobody? I, I won't be rhetorical. I'll be, I say it this way: Nobody in this room gave birth to yourself and said, "I'm, I'm going to come. I'm going to be." Uh, we i'm trying to find words here conceived or i'm gonna i'm gonna be born you didn't birth yourself nobody could say i think i want to be a human being i think i'll birth myself see how silly i mean that's just totally silly so then they have to say well you can't take these words when jesus said you must be born of the water what he really meant was you have to Uh, what jesus meant was not be born of the water but just like someone is born of the water then that's over here and then then you have to be born of the spirit over here i said no that's not what he said he said you must be born of water and everybody say and 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 i mean it seems simple but folks hey the word and means something If you wanted to say, now, folks, I I know enough Greek to tell you right now. If you wanted to say you must be, well, first of all, why would you ever say you must be born of your mother? What they really wanted to say is just like you were born of your mother or because you were born of your mother, now you must do this. I mean, if you want to say there's all kinds of ways to say it, but that is not what he said. Folks, Sorry. For years, I, I just I wrestle with this my whole life. And in fact, my pat my original pastor before I was baptized, said to me, Thomas, don't get mixed up and don't get in any kind of church where they're where they're telling you how to be baptized. I said, I don't want to be a part of anything. All I want to do is obey the gospel. I want to be obedient to the gospel. And then when I wanted to do it in Jesus name only, you would have thought I would joined the Nazis. They were so upset about it because they didn't think that was traditional enough or that was right. I said, it's all through the Bible. And look here, it's in the Bible. And they said, well, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't even matter what you say when you're baptized. That's, that was the thing that they used for a long time. It doesn't matter what you say when you're baptized. You could say uh, twiddly D or something. Doesn't matter what name you say. Well, then why are you upset about me doing it in the name of Jesus? If it doesn't matter, but of course it did matter. That was just argumentation that was trying to get them out of figuring out why they should do what the Bible says. It's like people that say, I'm filled with the spirit, but I've never received the spirit. I've never got what the apostles said. Folks, it's time to get the real Holy Ghost. It's time to be filled with the spirit. Praise God. Some guy told me how dead his church was. I said, what are you doing? Don't tell me about it. Because your church is dead doesn't mean the rest of us have dead church. Some of us go and worship and we praise God. Oh, I could never handle all that emotionalism. I said, and you're sitting here complaining about your dead church. You're the reason it's dead. Your death is the reason your church is dead. And this was a pretty smart spirit uh, person that knew all about theology, but he didn't know a thing about the move of God. Didn't even believe in it. Didn't, he told me he didn't believe God could heal that healing was not even available any longer. He was trying to argue with me that there was no such thing as healing. I said, too bad, you've come way too late to tell me that. I know he heals because he healed me. Anybody here ever been healed by the hand of God? Woo, hallelujah. I've been healed by the hand of God. I should have done that little dance right there. That would have helped it. All right, so uh, you must be born of the water. Does not mean you must be born a human being. That doesn't mean it, didn't say it. Uh, because that's not a choice. Nor did he mean just as you were born physically, you got to be born spiritually. As though there's only one thing in the new birth, and that's some kind of mystical, spiritual thing. But the context is John, water baptism, Jesus baptism, John's baptism. The comparison all through those first chapters. Okay, so let, let's go. Let's go to another scripture now. Um, hold on. Uh, we're we're gonna go. Oh. Oh yeah. Um, okay, you just gotta stay with me, cause uh, now let me let me mention four uh, things. Everybody say, praise the Lord, praise God. So, number one, the practice and importance of baptism was the context in which Jesus was speaking in the first four chapters of John. Now, I've had tons of people say, oh, no, no, I do that. No, no, that's not true. And I'd say, well, uh, one one fellow said to me, uh, well, uh, this is a university setting. He said, but the context is not baptism. And I said, why would you say that? Well, because Jesus here means the birth of a mother. And I said, no, well, what? 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 The context is baptism. From chapter 1, chapter 2, chapter 3, chapter 4, the context is water baptism. That's what he's talking John's baptizing, Jesus is, and it talks even some of the most amazing. I even thought about bringing them up here this morning. I'm just going to refer to them. Where Jesus says the disciples did, Jesus did none of the baptizing, but his disciples. And some people misinterpret that. And so that's a powerful and very interesting scripture Uh, and so on and so i said see that right there that's context that's just a few verses away jesus and john are talking about the new birth and the relationship of the new birth to the spirit and to water not a mother's water but the water of baptism so the importance of baptism was part of the context jesus uses born of water to refer to baptism and parallel its importance to that of the holy ghost in other words when you 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 repent, like all we have to do is quote Acts 2.38. Let's do it. Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Let's clap our hands and thank God for Acts 2.38. Years ago, someone said, oh, all you do is quote Acts 2.38. And I said, okay, let's not even bring it up again for you we don't need it we can find dozens of scriptures that tell you exactly what to do you don't need acts 238 but see that was a put down that was a way of saying i was uh i was being narrow i only saw things through acts 238 but acts 238 is a marvelous and beautiful scripture repent what shall we do and jesus said repent and be baptized every one of you in the i mean that's i mean that's pretty good. All right, number 2. Born of water was not then nor is it now a common expression for childbirth. In fact, I'm not sure that it is an expression for childbirth at all. I'm not going to say that because I'm not sure. I've searched, I can find no culture of people that think of childbirth as water, but and say, I'm born of it, but if they do, they do. And I'd be fine with that, but Jesus didn't mean that. Jesus is commanding new birth, not physical birth. Now, friend, you wouldn't command physical birth anyway. No one has control over their own physical birth. Number three, human birth is simply not the intended meaning of the expression born of the water and the grammar makes this clear in the greek i'm going to talk about that real quick water and spirit baptism everybody say praise the lord let's lift our hands and say lord help me understand help me to see exactly what's going on here thank you jesus it's important it's a baby somebody's going to be born born in water and spirit baptism are linked they're linked I just read a scripture that linked them about as close as you get. But Jesus is the one who linked them. You must be born of water and spirit. Water and spirit. He didn't say what not one but the other. Water and spirit. Water and spirit baptism are linked to salvation as elements of the one new birth. And we'll take a look at that now. So Jesus is explaining how to be born again, not how to be born the first time. All right, now let's let's talk about the rules of grammar. I want to, can I say this without you looking at it? All right, so except a man is born of water and of the spirit. There are two rules of Greek grammar that show us that Jesus did not mean to separate water from spirit as though one's human birth and one's spiritual, but nope. No, he didn't mean to do that. If he meant to do that, then he used the wrong grammar and uh, he didn't use the wrong grammar. So, first, the first one is there's two rules. The first one is that an article is added in the Greek to note intended separation. So, in other words, uh, and I know that's not clear because you'd have to know what an article is, but see, an We have articles in English, but I need to explain what an article is. An article is when you're trying to say something is either definite or not definite. (laughs) I wish you could see what i okay. So, like, I want to say the, well, there's been a lot of talk about the mayor of Atlanta, all right? So, when I said the mayor, did you know who I was talking about? Anybody know who the mayor of Atlanta is? they have they have i don't live in atlanta i live in hampton but they have a mayor. i have a mayor. i don't know who it is (laughs) but i have a mayor. (laughs) remind me to find out who our mayor is (laughs) um so anyway uh but i do know who the mayor of atlanta is because they have six million people and we have about whatever we have down here all right so the mayor of atlanta they they just uh, well it's been in the news and and i don't know anything about it whatsoever except what i've heard on the news and so there's been all this upset whatever's going on up there And but nobody in this room wonders who I mean when I say the mayor because the definite article the tells me. See, if I just say, uh, get me, get me the knife, then I'm I mean a specific knife. If I don't use the, I might say a knife. See what I'm saying. A is an article as well. So I'm saying a knife or the knife and so on. And that's how you can you can tell. But, but, but see, that's English, okay? I'm trying to explain what an article is first. The Greeks used articles to govern an entire sentence. Oh, my word, oh, my word, oh, my word, oh, my word. Nobody could care less about it. But they used articles to govern. For example, if you wanted to tell someone that I mean these two things to stick together like glue, you would use one article. Or no article at all. If you don't use an article at all, then there is... Okay, okay, I'm going to say it. I They can come and lock me up tomorrow. Okay, here we go. If I use one article for two words, listen to me, the knife and the spoon, do I mean to separate them? No, I don't mean to separate them. One article, even in English, in that case, the, the, the rules are different in English. But when I say the knife and the spoon, I'm talking about two things that go together. I do not mean to separate them. But in Greek, if you do not use an article at all, and you just say knife and spoon, then that tells you immediately you mean those to state. You don't even have to use the article. So the article in this Greek verse is missing. They know, he, Jesus. He spoke Greek. It's written in Greek. He never used the article. John wrote it in Greek, and, of course, we received it from the apostle John from the words. He was right there. He's the youngest apostle. He had good hearing. He was very young, (laughs) and he heard it, and he wrote it down, except a man is born of water and spirit. One thing, not two. He didn't mean to separate them. Had he meant to separate them, it would have been you must be born of the water and the spirit, and he would have meant then to separate them. So I've asked several people, if he meant to separate them, why didn't he do it? And somebody needs to answer that. If you're you're counting on it, doesn't matter what you do, and you can be baptized in prune juice, you need to be very sure that you're, you're you're being sincere because when you know that Jesus said you must be born of the water and that he meant be baptized then it becomes critical. Everybody said, praise the Lord. Now, then Jesus applies a second rule that I've never met anybody that noticed it. All right, then Jesus uses only one preposition, which then means for him to link water and spirit as one. In other words, I said this once, it dawned on me a few years ago when I was, I said, wait a minute, wait, there's another rule. Look, 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 there's only one preposition. Of is only used once. If he meant them to be separate, he would have said, of, of, the, the. It would have been twice. That would have separated, and it would have been settled forever. I said, he said, well, it's, it's, a, it's a mistake. He broke the rule. They break the English rules all the, or Greek rules all the time. I said, okay. So, in other words, twice in one sentence, he broke rules of the language, which would then settle the question forever. And you need to ask answer for me, why on something so important would he do you really think you would do that I don't think so I don't think so because my friend he wants you to be born again he's not trying to tell you let me let me say it halfway or practically wrong and then you try to figure it out no the fact of the matter is that when you're born of the water you're baptized And when you're born of the Spirit, the Spirit—that's what we call the baptism of the Spirit. So there's the baptism of water and the baptism of the Spirit. And when you've got them together, you've got the new birth. Hallelujah! You've been born of the water. Hallelujah! Like the one of our uh, great uh, leaders said, years wrote the song. In fact, lead me to the water. Lead me to the water. I've been to the water. Hallelujah. I asked someone last night, Have you ever, did you know that Haywood wrote that? And he said, no, I didn't know that. I said, yeah, he wrote that. So water and spirit comprise one new birth. Now, um, I, 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 know, I can tell people are nervous. Now I know why. I want to I end with a, a negative. I didn't really want to end with a negative, but I don't want to leave it out. Uh, Mark 16 and 16. I'm going to read it. I want you to listen to it. I don't want you to uh, pay only attention to its negative aspects, meaning some people bristle at a scripture like this. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. But he that believeth not shall be damned. All right. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. Because I, I get it all the time. All you have to do is just believe. I said, well, yes, but you, what you're describing as belief is not biblical belief. What they were describing as belief is, well, I uh, did bowed my head or something like that. And that was a fine and good. But, but I said, that's not what the Bible means when it says you believe. But he was telling me baptism is unimportant i believed i bowed my head i said but wait a minute you're gonna throw the rest of the i'm not throwing the bible out all i have to do is believe he that believes but jesus said right here he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved folks i want to tell you something you need to be baptized in the name of jesus and born again of water and spirit and then are a new creature in Christ Jesus. Someone said, "Well, what about him? Well, maybe he's walking with God, doing the best. Maybe he's prayed, repented, but he needs to be buried in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah! Just like we all were. Praise God! Let's clap our hands and praise him. I'm, all right, I'm I'm stepping out of the way now. I'm supposed to explain, and I have to move this as I explain that uh, today is our generation to generation. Our young people will be joining us on the platform. They're doing all the preaching and all the service today. And it's a way, I wonder if we could just stand and pray for them. I think we need to pray an extra prayer because they're going to do well, but they're nervous. And we need to just pray that God will use them. And let's ask God to use them in the future as well. Come on, let's pray. Father, right now, I thank you for your mighty power. We feel the Holy Ghost right now. Thank you for the anointing of the Spirit. Thank you for the power of God that's in this place. And I pray for our young people people, Lord. Let your will be done. Speak to each one, and we give you glory and praise in the precious name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Praise God.